You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome one, welcome all to the greatest show of them all. This is Monday Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL show. A reminder before we get started, this show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. As mentioned, this is Monday Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL show. Today is Monday, July 4th, so a very happy 4th of July to you and yours. We hope it's a happy, safe, and prosperous one. Uh, We'll be frank with you. um, Because it is the 4th of July, we're recording this ahead of time, actually recording this back in the month of June. Today is Thursday, June 30th for myself. I'm RJ Ochoa from SB Nation's blog, and the boys joined, as always, by the the debonair, the swashbuckling from SB Nation's Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney! Pete! How are you? RJ, I I mean, I don't... I don't know what you're talking about. Breaking the fourth wall. Happy Fourth of July. I got mm. my red, white, and blue on. I, I can't wait to go eat a couple hot dogs, maybe a burg. It should be a, a nice day. Maybe a burger dog. That's a, a subject that um, yeah, I stirred the pot on social yeah. media with a uh, dog. last week. Um, Rachelle Prevet not on the ones and twos today. She's on a well-deserved vacation. Instead, we're doubling up uh, with Arrowhead Pride. Steven Serta behind the proverbial glass. Uh, but Pete, besides Steven, we are not alone. And there are not aliens or anything here. Um, you know, as the best show, Pete, on the SB Nation NFL right. show, Certainly. We're, we're feeling rather charitable, right? We're feeling, mm. um, you know, we're, it's 4th of July, freedom, you know, apple pie. We, we just want to <laughs> spread the good vibes, you know what I freedom, mean? Freedom, so to, yeah, so to and, speak nowadays. And but I yeah, know that yeah, this course. show was bumped from the summer rotation, right? You know, right. not everybody can, can have the strong arms that you and I do here on, on MFF. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and so we decided to reach out to, to Little Brother Oddcast and, and do a big quadcast, do a crossover. This is like Grey's Anatomy, private practice. Look. You're basically Kate Walsh. Um, I'm uh, Ellen Pompeo. That's how this is all working together. Right. And so the Oddcast is here. We have from SB Nation's Bleeding Green Nation, Brandon Lee Gowden, my NFC's mixtape co-host, and from SB Nation's Niners Nation, Rob Stetzger, my look-ahead co-host. Man, feel like crossover all three of my co-hosts in the building all at once uh blg how are you feeling on this fourth of july uh let freedom reign that's all i have mm. to say mm. <laughs> stats what that's is awesome. your favorite song yeah. associated with the united states of america i'm not going to answer your question in rj instead i'm going to point out that when you got in trouble and didn't know what kind of show you wanted to do for the fourth of july you ran to me and blg mm. to save you <laughs> so we will be your life preserver as always mm. We were here for you again. That's, uh, that, that was that was that was close, but the the correct answer was "Party in the USA" by right. Miley Cyrus. Uh, so I put my hands up, playing yeah. Pete's song, "The Butterflies." Mm. 
always fly mm. away. Um, what you guys don't know is that Pete and I got together. We said, how do we make BLG and stats feel feel tall, right? Like we'll come to them. We'll, we'll pretend <laughs> BLG that... needs help feeling tall. Yeah. He's like eight feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Um, so what we're going to do today, this was actually Pete's idea. I want to give credit to the main man. Um, we are going to go around the horn, so to speak, five times. We're each going to draft a team of would-be MVP candidates. Um, there has been some discussion as to how we're going to qualify who wins, but it is effectively an individual race um, that is also a team competition. Monday Football Monday versus the Oddcast, kind of like the new Live Golf series, um, you know, I know everybody's a real big fan of that. Um, so we've got lots of, you know, balls in the air to juggle all at once. Brandon, you um, we were going to donate to a charity, but you were kind of particular about the details of that. Do you want to try to set the ground rules? Well, I think the actual winner, so the person, not the team, who has the MVP on their team by the end of the year should get to pick for what the losing team has to donate to. The winner himself should get to pick the charity so the person who drafts the winning mvp candidate gets to pick the charity that the two losing podcast co-hosts have to donate to just to be very clear right okay everybody cool with that could be anything okay so you have you have a gofundme for your your tiktok ideas and stuff right you know so what Pete? I picked up 11 that... followers last night just no big deal <laughs> all right um anyway uh so brandon astute actually stats astutely asked um when or how we're going to determine the draft order and i have come up with an impartial objective way of doing so if yeah, everyone yeah, sure. is great right. uh right. we are going to go in chronological order of my co-hosts so pete has the first pick because monday yeah. football monday obviously comes out on mondays brandon you have the second pick because the nfc's mixtape comes out on wednesdays stats you have the third pick because the look ahead comes out on thursdays look at this big massive plug by me i'm so humble and i will go last because i'm actually in fact that humble it is of course a snake draft so we'll go uh pete blg stats rj and then back around and we'll do that five different times if everybody's cool with that that's mm -hmm. fine yeah sure okay so pete you're up first who is going to be the mvp of the 2022 nfl season a yeah. reminder that we are on the same team so let's let's be a little bit smart you know what i mean let's work so, together i mean this this is tough i i really didn't want the first pick because the three of you uh and really rest of america it's just not giving this guy enough credit for what he's done in his first four or five years here mm. in the National Football League. The greatest start to a career in the history of the NFL for a quarterback. <laughs> of course, I am going to go with the MVP. This whole podcast is just shut it off now because we're, we're picking it right now. Of course, we're going with Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, who will be out to uh, avenge what has been just a, a ton of disrespect for, again, just the greatest start in NFL history. Everyone forgets. Everyone forgets the 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. Uh, RJ, I'm happy to report that we have the MVP, and it's Patrick Mahomes. Stats, you said once upon a time that we don't have to make up reasons to um, applaud Patrick Mahomes. Um, what do you think of him being our first overall pick? I do agree that somehow we have started to, like, bash Patrick Mahomes in a weird way. <laughs> All the guy does is like make the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, and I know they. You He's know, lost they a lost. lot of those things, to be very clear. I mean, okay, but nobody for some other teams say the Dallas Cowboys. They haven't even gotten to an NFC. This championship is refreshing game since 1995. Mm. In fact, almost <laughs> all but two teams in the NFC have gotten to the NFC Championship game twice since the last time the Cowboys were there. So this just in: 
it's hard. Patrick Mahomes is really, really good. Pete's kind of a homer, but I get it. I look, I, I want nothing more, I think, going into the season for Chiefs fans everywhere to, to have the disrespect continue. Everybody loves Josh Allen. Everybody loves Tom Brady. You even have Las Vegas disrespecting Mahomes at this point. If you, you're a betting man, now is the time to, to get Patrick Mahomes because week one's going to happen. Everyone's going to say, oh, this guy is who we know this guy already is, and the odds are just going to go down. So go, go place your bets now. Our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, right, RJ? That, that's, that's important to say. You realize that they're all of our friends, not just ours, just to be clear. We are all you know, employed by yeah. the same person. So, uh, BLG, you're up. I think losing Tyreek's going to hurt, by the way. Like, I think that's going to be felt a little bit more than maybe Pete and others are. Look, I mean, for. if you want to talk about a podcaster, we can save that for. I mean, we're talking about football players here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, anytime you have Marquez, uh, Scan- Valdez, Scan- don't forget Juju. Juju I'm a, a Waddle guy. I, you know, count me as a, in as a Waddle guy. And, uh, I, I and think Nicole maybe Hartman. he outperforms Hill uh, on, on the same team there. So. Uh, I'm going to go incredibly on brand, and I'm going to take Justin Herbert with my first pick because <laughs> why not, baby? The narrative is there. The Chargers are for real. Um, I believe it is Arrowhead Pride's own Steven Serta who believes the Chargers are actually going to win the AFC oh, West this we year. Oh, man, this is awkward. That's why uh, Steven's behind the glass. <laughs> I, you know, Herbert's great. What can you say? Um, I think it's like 69 touchdowns, nice 225 interceptions, first two years. It does worry me, worry me a little bit that Storm Norton is still their starting right tackle, but they added Zion Johnson, so I think their offensive line did get a little better, and there's still time to maybe uh, replace him there. And even so, I think Herbert's awesome. He's going to take another step forward in year three, and I feel good about it. And why would I not? Why would I not bet on my guys? Uh, stats, you and I have talked a lot on The Look Ahead about how things like this are partly narrative-driven. Um, it's, it's oftentimes not just the best player, uh, but you have to either like kind of come from nowhere, you have to have this like big arrival, or you have to do something that was like thought to be impossible, or you have to kind of slay a proverbial dragon. And so where Herbert is set up, if the Chargers wound up winning the AFC West, if they were you know even like the three seed in the process of that, I could see that because it would be viewed as you did it. You, you We all thought Mahomes was just going to win 100 AFC West titles in a row, and you came in, you showed up, and, and disrupted all of the, the order and created all this chaos. And Herbert is the guy who – he's really polarized a lot of NFL fans because there's people like me and BLG who have been on the Herbert train. He was my pick for MVP Biased, last right. year. Mm-hmm. And there's people like you who are saying, hey, he hasn't even made the playoffs yet. So realist, in a way, right? he's kind of – I don't. he's not a victim. But he has the narrative on his side because if he has a year, he wins the MVP. They're obviously going to make the playoffs. Plus, the division is so stacked this year. Like, he's got momentum on his side here. I love that pick, BOG. That's a solid pick by you. My contention, um, and Pete, I think you would agree with this, is Justin Herbert is like all of the annoying things that I think are annoying in the world. Like, personified into a human being and it's really just because of like the reaction he causes like if the if the question is like is a hot dog a sandwich like if that were a human being it would be justin herbert because he 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 incites all of the like (laughs) there's all like stats like again like we've said about Mahomes, people like go out of their way to like idolize herbert and and make him cooler or better or whatever than he is like he can just be really good we can accept that without like you know foaming at the mouth about it Pete. i mean you know let's the, go chiefs kingdom yeah no uh not even really like a a, a chief's thing and and for what it's worth qb playoff appearances are, are not a stat uh but what i what i would tell you is i think there that a lot of just the general disrespect not only for 
uh, Mahomes, but even like an Allen or what would be a, a Joe Burrow. Herbert and the Chargers are always the hot pick, especially around this time of year. It's even going to heat up in August. I mean, it is constant. It's every year the Chargers are going to win the AFC West. Justin Herbert's going to be win the MVP. Uh, I believe there, I can't remember the analyst, but on Fox last year said, I would start my team with Herbert over Patrick Mahomes. Why? Why? I'm not saying that Herbert is not like is not a great quarterback and not among the elites, not top. He is. He is. But what has told you that we're going to choose this guy over an Allen, a Burrow, people that you've actually seen were have been able to perform in a big spot and and bring to their their team to to where they need to be. So, yeah, I I would agree. I I think Herbert goes too high here. So thank you to BLG for uh, uh, reaching, I would say, on on the Herbert pick. I um, I hate the reaction to Justin Herbert but I do think a nickname that we're not fully utilizing for him Herbie fully loaded the movie with Lindsay Lohan about the car so look yeah. it up but stats I think the pick we're is yours. using that I think we're using that the perfect amount frankly right. Right. I, I would agree uh, with that. BLG, I love that you made that pick I would have made that pick if you didn't so thank you very much it is amazing to me that a guy that took over a 5 and 11 team and has been awesome since the second he got in there. People are screaming at him why he hasn't made the playoffs yet. He's been in the league for two years, people. Let's calm down. But I love this because I get the best pick, I think, of the first round so far. The guy that DraftKings says has Mm. the best chance to win the MVP, and that's Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Yes, Team Oddcast has (laughs) Justin Herbert and Josh Allen with the the picks in the first round, this is fantastic. Josh Allen is a monster at quarterback. He can mm. do anything, and his mm. team asks him to do everything. And he continually answers the bell. 36 touchdowns last year, 15 interceptions. He was as close to perfect as I have seen a quarterback play in the playoffs last year. It is amazing to me that he did not even make the conference title game. And I think because of that, people kind of view him as a victim. Yeah. Like they're rooting for Josh Allen this year. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of love in the media. The Bills fan base, it's become super cool to root for the Bills now. Going through the tables, Bills Mafia, all that stuff. Josh Allen has sentiment behind him to get him with the third pick in the first round. Team Oddcast is killing this draft so far. <laughs> uh, Pete, I seem to recall one show on the SB Nation NFL show that happens to drop on Tuesdays that this time a year ago was poo-pooing Josh Allen. No yeah. way. His accuracy is going to regress. <sighs> he sucks. Yeah. He's going to fall off. This year you love was to make, 2020 was, right. was an aberration and an outlier. And now all of a sudden, Pete, he's infallible. Josh Allen is what? perfect. And and by the look, I love Josh Allen. I love the Bills. But stats, you said that like people think they're victims. They made people think that they're victims. They have whined and complained and moaned and groaned. Oh, the coin toss. It was so unfair that the coin landed on the side that wasn't ours, and we got to so call it. So did the Chiefs. It. It's so mm-hmm. lame. It's mm-hmm. uh, the chief. The Chiefs have not complained to that degree and made themselves synonymous with it. It is very, and this is why I'm surprised you haven't hated on them more for it. It is very 2018 Saints the way they and they had more of a of a right to complain after the NFC Championship game than Josh Allen and the Bills have had because no, of a coin didn't. toss. They possessed the ball in overtime. Right. Well, they, they had a right to complain about the missed calls. All I'm saying, Josh, like it, the call was egregious. That's Josh point. Allen. The next week was tweeting when the Chiefs won the overtime coin toss again. And then what happened? The Bengals said it doesn't matter that you guys won the coin toss and went and won the game. So, like, I don't know. I I tend to agree. And what I would tell you about Wait, who Josh do you Allen because there's three of us. I mean, uh, <laughs> one of you guys and one of you guys I don't agree with. Uh, Josh Allen, for for what it's worth, I think has just a ton of pressure. I have 
I can't really recall a team that has like, for the most part, won nothing that is very, very clearly Super Bowl or bust. And the Chargers, that would be the other team. I don't know if there's like, I don't know I, if the general consensus would be Super Bowl or bust on the Chargers. Right now, yep. the Buffalo Bills, who have not even made it to the Super Bowl in in forever, are looked at as this team like they're a shoe in They're going to win the AFC. I think that should piss a lot of people off. And look, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, this is coming from a Chiefs guy. No, I think the, the team that is has, should be most up in arms, and I've said this to you before, RJ, is the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, what, Did everyone forget what the Bengals were able to do? They beat the Chiefs twice in four weeks. They went to the Super Bowl. They almost won the Super Bowl, yet it's Bills, 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 Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Bills. I, I just think it's too much, and I, I think you're right. I think they'll they'll probably be like the consensus fan favorite if you know, you know a lot of people's um, you know, if we're not playing the Bills, we're going to root for them this year. Just a lot of pressure to go into this season. And you're right, Allen was playing great in the playoffs last year. We'll see if it, if that can carry over. But I'm I'm just questioning the amount that he has on his shoulders entering this year. BLG, um, again, you guys hated Josh Allen a year ago, but that That's was not, not true. But that okay. But my point <laughs> is that that was not like a a rare opinion or a rare take. A lot of people thought like there is going to be some sort of aggression, and yeah. not that he was statistically better in every single category, but he obviously continued to improve. Um, the likelihood of that continuing to y'all's point last year is somewhat low, right? Like, if anything, it's more likely that he'll regress. And so I think that this would have been a really great and, and underrated pick a year ago. But I do think that, like, it is so difficult, to Pete's point, to kind of, for, for Josh Down and the Bills to match what the sort of national consensus expectation for them is. Yeah, I don't love the this from an odds perspective. Like, I'm not putting money. Wow, on this so the odd cast messed up the odds perspective. Very no, interesting. yeah, okay. Anyway, um, I don't love the betting, uh, just because you know because he is the favorite, and I just I don't feel great about that. I think there's better values out there to be had, but um, I do think there is something to stats point, and I was going to say that as well. There's a sympathy towards Josh Allen because of that, and you can say it's dumb or whatever. It, you can characterize it however you want, but the, it exists. Is the point. And I think that kind of exists with Herbert. People love Herbert. People love Josh Allen. So I think that's absolutely relevant when it comes to the MVP voting, which is the exercise we're trying to do and predict it and not say whether it's deserved or not as much as what will happen. Um, okay. Well, bad picks by you guys, Pete. Great job getting this party started. Uh, let me make a good pick. Um, I think every – you got, you got two picks. Don't that's what I'm saying. Well, let me make, I'm going to make two good picks, but I'll make – you know, the first good pick right now. Um, <laughs> there is so much that goes into this, and that's where stats, I do feel like you didn't play the game, you know, j- adjusting to, like, the media landscape. I do understand the sympathy thing. If there's going to be this, like, and this will annoy all of us, but this, like, wow, he did it. He persevered. He came through. This is so amazing. It is oh, difficult boy. for Tom Brady to win MVPs at this mm. point, but it will be – Wow, he retired. He came back. This guy's already an NFL television analyst. His coach left. He just continues to thrive and survive. He is inevitable. Well, when was I don't know, but when was the last time he won MVP? A few like three years ago. I mean, so he he does not. He does not have one as a member of the Buccaneers. And so, like, it would be a matter of, like, wow, he has shut. It would be, I think this, like, 
like sometimes MVPs are like this, like, you know, hey, we, we just want to give it to you. Like Peyton Manning and Super Bowl 41. Like, no, that, that should have been split between Dominic Rhodes and Joseph Adai. But it was Peyton Manning winning the Super Bowl. So it had to be him, of course. So I do think there would be this consensus like, well, we have to give Tom Brady. He, ha- he has to have – the only thing he hasn't done is won an MVP um, as two, you know, from two different conferences. Like, we, we just have to add another diamond to the collection here. Um, and again, in the face of all that change, his buddy Gronk retired. Ooh. He is just perfect. I that's my pick. I think it's great value. I mean, and it will be like, this is such a young man's game. Everybody thought it would be Mahomes or Herbert or Allen or Burrow or Derek Carr, whatever those five people, but no, Tom Brady survives them all. That's the last hurdle for Brady. That's the, he, that's the, basically the only thing that Peyton has done that Tom Brady hasn't done because Peyton's the only guy to win the MVP with two different teams. Anybody else have a thought? I haven't done it since 2017, by the way, it was that year. I like the pick, and I think when you're thinking about the voting, and we made a, a voting point before, I just find that if the Bucks are able to have a really good record again and his stats are there, uh, no pun intended, Rob, I think that it's going to be hard for the voters, especially in this now new version of Brady, which is like very likable, loves the avocado tequila tweets and making fun of Josh Allen about being chubby. Like, it's funny. I, I laugh sometimes, which is uh, remarkable. But I just think in the new version of the likable Tom Brady, as he might be retiring again or moving on to a new team again, who knows what happens with the, the Dolphins, I think at some point along the lines, as long as his stats are there, he'll win it. Just because I, I think they're, the voters are going to want to give him – that like lifetime achievement award that that's, we'll that's exactly in the Oscars and the Grammys and the EGOTs, if you well, will. And, and no. to that point, like it's again, because of the the setup for with Fox, it is like now more, I mean, I know we have this conversation every year, but like, it's more than ever believed that this is his final year. So like the voters, everybody loves Tom Brady. They will let's, let's send him out. Let's have him retire as, as MVP. Like, I mean, again, it will annoy everybody here, but it, I like, I think it's a great value pick for the last pick of the first round. You jokesters let me have it. So you don't uh, give a lifetime achievement award to somebody that has a trophy case full of awards. You give it to somebody that wasn't able to win the individual award, but they were really great great and you Mm. want them to go out with something so you give them this lifetime achievement award brady doesn't need that he's got a a wall full of trophies he's the most decorated player in nfl history jimmy garoppolo then Mm. drew Brees. you know he has he has a lombardi and they almost did it with him i i just it'd be hard (laughs) for me to like it would be hard for me to you know put that put it past the voters but you're you might be right i mean i i but i just tend to think that there's a possibility of that if his numbers are close maybe it tips the scale waste of a pick rj all right who's your next pick All right, let's come back around. Um, Look, again, there's a lot of strategy here, like we've talked about. And there is the strategy, and I think we have to hurry up because we're only one round in and we have to do five. (laughs) We have to be fast. Um, I'm going to pick somebody who I don't necessarily – believe a ton in i've said that on all of our shows Good pick. Uh, well like <laughs> Great. but but this is strategy because if it if it goes off i don't want to like have missed out on the opportunity and the reason that i'm picking it is more the narrative behind it the juice the so many people are trying to will him winning mvp into existence they're all in this is the off season of him all the quotes all this uh, etc wearing his beautiful in the orange Russ Wilson, baby. Stats does not acknowledge my fantastic impersonation of him, which is a criminal offense by by you, Rob. Uh, but um, you know, oh can't you just God. see it? Like you know, uh, you know, when when I was traded here, I I didn't 
you know, I, I wasn't thinking about this. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking about the team and, you know, um, you know, and that, that's, that's what matters most. This, this award here is, is I'm, I'm going to find a way to keep it moving to, to split it 53 ways. Um, <laughs> found a way to get that impression co- in though, coach, this, coach Hackett. Uh, I wouldn't be here without you. Sierra. I, I love you so much, baby. This, um, this, this was not a unanimous decision from, <laughs> let me just say that. But like, does, can't you see it? Like Russ, like people, like the NFL wants it to happen. Like again, like to, to the culmination. And again, like, Oh, the Broncos did it again. They brought in another veteran. Like it would be super annoying and super probable. What do you think there's a better chance of Russ winning MVP or the Broncos not having a winning record? The Broncos. The Broncos not having a record. record. Yes. That, this yeah. was a, this was a interesting pick, RJ. I didn't uh, want to miss I, out on it. Again, you know, I want to be behind you on it. I, I'm 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 not. I'm separating myself. Look, if it, if it can't be Mahomes, wouldn't you rather it be Russ? In, from the AFC West, like if an AFC West quarterback not, no. not named Patrick Mahomes no. had to win MVP, wouldn't you no. prefer? I'm asking Pete. Wouldn't you no. prefer? Because if if yeah, Justin no, Herbert, no, no, if, it, if it cannot be Mahomes, my preference would be Lamar Jackson. Because I'm I asking you, a, of I AFC see an MVP West quarterback hit the market because that would be like a, a two-time MVP hit the market. Well, way to, way to set up who you want, Pete. Great strategy here on the game we're playing. Stats, you're up. I'm next. not saying I'm going to pick Lamar. I want to see Lamar, if not Pat. Wait, it's me next? We're going over. Oh, yeah, going in reverse. Snake. Yeah, yeah, way right. to understand the rules of the game. Shut it. All right. Um, Are you ready? I think I'll take Lamar, actually. Oh, oh, he suckered you into oh, it. My goodness. I just, uh. It's tough for him because he's already won one. And that, what I an think, awful pick. Worst pick I think so it far. works against him. But <laughs> this contract Last thing is not nothing like there are people again it's a polarizing thing there are some people like me and maybe like pete like i'm kind of rooting for the chaos like don't Mm -hmm. take the deal hit the open market and then it's just going to be insanity because you're going to have teams scrambling tripping all over themselves to give him a contract which by the way would be fully guaranteed because if Mm -hmm. deshaun watson just got his deal the next big quarterback deal is going to be Kirk cousins paved the road for that let's properly acknowledge yes he did Anybody top 10, I feel like, and even like especially top five, it's, it's fully guaranteed here on out. I mean, I bet mm-hmm. you there are lead quarterbacks right now that have already signed that are like, what did we do? That's and that's crazy. why the owners are mad at the Browns, and that's why they want Goodell to get them. That's Brandon. why this disciplinary hearing is going to be a thing. Brand, well, or maybe was a thing, because again, this episode's dropping on Monday, um, so that could have come down last Friday. Uh, way to understand the time continuum that we're living in, Rob. Uh, but <laughs> uh, did you have something to say, Stats? Well, my one last thing with Lamar is I feel like the impression with him is that he's doing everything totally by himself. One, because of how he plays mm. with his running, but also it's not like the Ravens have surrounded him with a ton of weapons, and they just traded Hollywood Brown away. So I feel like the if Lamar does anything this year, people are going to be like, oh, he's carrying that team. That's a really good way to win an MVP, so I'll take Lamar. Brandon, um, as one half of the oddcast, you both notoriously hate Lamar Jackson. Um, Kyle well, Barber, don't worry. I have always had your back, even on Monday Football Monday when you bodied Pete. Um, but BLG, so how do you feel about um, your other half, some would say your better half, um, taking the player you guys despise the most? I had him a little lower, but here's the thing. Wow, they, so you hate your buddy. Interesting. They don't hand out the MVP award for playoff performances. And Lamar has struggled Ooh. in the playoffs, clearly, but wow. he is a regular season player. So I think it's very viable. I don't I don't love it from a narrative standpoint, really more so than any kind of football reason. I just, again, because he won it before, I just think the, the, the bar is that much higher for him to be able to win it again, especially so recently. So I don't love it from that perspective. But what I do love is that, so 
I am getting my top two picks on my board here going into this draft. And I mean, you just took someone stats that Pete apparently wanted, but I know he would be taking this player next, at least if he is true to his word. And that's Joe Burrow, baby. Of course, I'm going to take Joe Burrow at this spot. How could I not? I can't believe he made it back to me. I got Herbert. I got Burrow. It's the year. It's the season of the young quarterbacks making a big leap. And Burrow was so legit. Oh, you're right. There's no other young quarterbacks that have been picked here. They're the only two for sure. In the second half of last year. And I think that kind of is not totally unrelated to him getting healthier from the injury. Um, That he was able to win with that offensive line was crazy. The Bengals have made upgrades in that regard. I know Jamar Chase might take a step back in terms of production, but he still has Jamar Chase there and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Um, So I feel good about Joe Burrow and what he's able to do on his own, and even more so with the cast that he has. I love this pick for me. I had Josh Allen as my third, by the way. So we got the top three people on my board for what that's worth. So I'm very happy to get Joe Burrow here. I love um, this pick for me. It's, it's beautiful. Stats, you're like proud. Nobody saw that um, for having the third player on his board that was taken second overall, just so you're aware of the you know the math of everything here. Uh, BLG, um, I think it's so difficult. Like given the the run he had at the end of the season, like you talk about like bars to clear, like it will be impossible to have that statistical production over the course of the season. And people will expect more because of the of the Super Bowl trip and everything. Like and and I I'm not saying like he still can't have a very successful season, but I I do think that like they're expecting the next step, and it would have to be Josh Allen esque from last year. It's not impossible, but it, it is it's difficult. And I think we forget who the Bengals were prior to that run beginning they were just this okay to kind of good team like when they played your 49er stats they were not the the same like sort of super saiyan team that we saw down the stretch of the playoffs they even even the playoffs were not like that team all the way through well the Niners game was a turning point because that's when Zach Taylor realized I'm too conservative I gotta let Joe Burrow throw more and he did and the Bengals were better for it Pete you're up all right well Last pick yeah, of the second round. So the, the contract is different between these two players, just so you're very clear. Yeah, you, you know, you talk about you talk about letting players fall to you. Mm. How about a four-time MVP? How about mm. winner of the last two MVPs? How Pete, about a perfect don't, scenario don't, set up in Green Bay where your top receiver's name dude. is Lazard <laughs> and you're going to have to rely on a rookie, unproven second-round rookie named Christian Watson. How about Aaron Rodgers? How about Aaron Rodgers winning three in a row? And you talk about narratives, and, and we had said, okay, sometimes having the, the solo MVP will hurt you. Well, imagine if his numbers are there, especially without uh, Devontae Adams. And all of a sudden, the, the, there's an opportunity here to give Aaron Rodgers a third straight MVP, and his numbers are there, and he deserves it. I like the narrative there. It doesn't happen a lot. This would be his fifth MVP. And though, look. He, we, we talked about how Brady has become likable. Aaron Rodgers probably gone a little bit in the other direction, but I, I just think that there's a narrative built in there where Aaron Rodgers, winner of the last two, could win three in a row. Pete, you picked maybe the least likely thing from a probability standpoint. Yeah. The, the least likable, arguably, person in the NFL uh, that isn't Deshaun Watson. I mean – the the candidate I think of all the ones we've named here most likely due for regression given the last two years and his age um but stats don't you think that Aaron Rodgers so badly wants to match Brett Favre's three MVPs in a row he because he wants to be like uh, can't you just see him in his like acceptance speech like uh I know Favre did this um but uh you know we did it our own way uh well here's the uh, thing 
he might never – that might be it for him. He might never make another Super Bowl. Favre made two. Aaron Rodgers has only made one. Made this him back-to-back. Back. This might be the only thing Rodgers has left. That's mm. the only thing he can control, right? Because we've seen them have great regular seasons and get to the playoffs and choke. So yeah. this might be all Aaron has left. The career accolades, as they say, could be in jeopardy. <laughs> Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Okay, moving on to the next pick I have here. And because BLG decided to to go that way and and steal my pick, which was Joe Burrow, I'm going to go a little bit wild here. And I'm going to take someone as part of the NFC East mixtape. And that's Jalen Hurts. Talk about guys. Who have, <laughs> oh my gosh! Talk dude. about guys who have something. What are to you prove. doing? Oh no! Talk about <laughs> talk about guys who have something to prove. He's finally got that big time receiver. He basically is playing for his life. I love guys that are getting pushed to the edge and are saying, "Not in the third uh, round." I mean... Listen to me. Listen to me. I like this situation. He basically is playing for not only his job, but I think to prove to a lot of people, like I am in the top 10 of the NFL. And I, I've liked Jalen Hurts in a, in a lot of games. And I think he's got the supporting cast now. And uh, look, do I think it's going to happen? No, I think I picked the MVP with my first pick. But if I'm, I'm throwing a flyer, if I'm throwing a dart, I, I'm, I'm taking Jalen Hurts. I had Jalen Hurts next up. Not, not, no, sorry, second next up. I have the, my next pick will be my actual pick. But I don't hate Hertz from a uh, odd standpoint. I think that's a good uh, value bet potentially. But yeah, I mean, I just come back to uh, yes, the cast is better, but he's just not amazing throwing the football, and he's young and he can improve all that. But I just I don't really love it. I, I think um, he will get some extra hype just because of how valuable he is in fantasy too, and some people will pay attention to that, and maybe kind of you know he'll have some of us more of a spotlight on him than some other players might. So I don't think it's like totally out of the realm of possibility, but I don't, I wouldn't, I couldn't do it with my next pick with my next pick. I am taking, we're going back to the AFC West and I am taking Derek Carr. I mean, do I feel good about Derek Carr? Love it. Love it. BLG. Well, here's the thing. It's got Josh McDaniels. So obviously he's great now. And I don't know. I think the Raiders are being slept on a little bit there. I think I like the odds for Carr better than I do like the odds for Russ, um, where the odds are. And, you know, we're getting deep into this draft. And obviously, you know, I think I feel like it just goes the way of quarterback now. It's really hard to take a non-quarterback, even though you think a non-quarterback might be better player than Derek Carr. But I'm going to take Carr. I'm going to ride with him. He's my third pick. I'm really embarrassed for us that these were the last two picks. Like, there are so many 
would be better candidates left. What's wrong with Derek Carr? Why don't people like Derek Carr? I know so there's that, a like, difference between not liking him and thinking this was a, a misguided Mohawk, probably decision. Mo- That's the Mohawk probably would be the main thing. I mean, he he, he he's kind of corny, but like Devontae Adams left Aaron Rodgers to come and play mm-hmm. with so did Jordy Derek Nelson Carr. once upon a time, kind of. Like he liked Derek Carr more than Aaron Rodgers. Carr was good last year. That franchise was a disaster. They still made the playoffs. He threw for almost 5,000 yards. I love that pick, BLG. If you didn't make it, I was gonna. Um, I will say this, that the narrative is really working in his favor um, from the perspective of, wow, you know, your team was a disaster last year. You had all, you had multiple like devastating things happen to your organization and you have thrived. You have, you know, made it, you have finally gotten your guy. You've finally gotten stability. You've got the contract. Like I do think there are some very positive vibes um, working on behalf of him. His, I think he's the only one we've mentioned whose brother works in NFL media. I mean, so he's got that little push happening, you know, on the side. Um, it's, Last thing yeah. I'll say, too, just real quick, sorry, RJ, is that, like, if the Raiders win the West somehow, which I think everyone agrees is the most unlikely, but that would be the big thing. It's like, wow, no one was thinking the Raiders could actually do this with Herbert and Russ and, and Mahomes here. So I think that works in his favor, too, if he can do it. Mm, he probably can't, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Stats, you are up. Uh, actually, I think Pete went out of turn. No, stats. I think he next. did too. I forgot. Well, no, I went out no, 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 he, he was yeah, proper. He did too. Now it's stats. Yeah, that's, we're right. We're okay. All right. Well, I'm going to dip my toe in the Homer waters here. I'm going Trey Lance. Thank <laughs> no, you very much. This is so bad. This is the worst so, place. Hold on. He's, I hate he's this. plus 5,000 at DraftKings right now. So incredible <laughs> value. You know, you guys are all sitting there chuckling. When Patrick oh, Mahomes won yeah. the MVP, what year was he in in his career? What okay, year? now he's Patrick Mahomes. First year Mahomes. starter. Okay. First year starter. <laughs> yep, that's correct. First year starter. Year two. When Lamar Jackson won his MVP, mm-hmm. what year was he in in his okay. NFL career? Okay. Year two. This is not some unprecedented thing that has never happened before. Nobody, in the nobody doubts the this because of his NFL age or experience stats. That's not why we're laughing. What are you doubting it for? The, the head coach. I mean, the, the whole thing, the whole thing was he's not ready. And by the way, the, he might not even be the starting quarterback in week one. That's <laughs> why we're drunk. What are you out of your mind? Whoa. He's got a stud team around you hammered him. RJ offensive <laughs> talent all around him. One of the best offensive minds in the entire league, a defense. That's going to be really, Ooh. really good. There is absolutely no reason why Trey Lance cannot win the MVP. I think if if Kyle Shanahan can make Jimmy can prop up Jimmy Garoppolo, no. there is no reason why Trey Lance cannot win the MVP. Well, th- those are arguments against yourself, Stats. Like the defense <laughs> is good, Kyle Shanahan can make it work. Well, that's going to take credit away from Trey Lance. <laughs> oh, I don't think so because this whole off season has been about what you know the 49ers no, quarterback change. Stats. I again, as somebody who likes to argue online, the the argument against him will be if if the if the production of the team is generally similar to Jimmy Garoppolo it will be he's not even an improvement that that will be the argument like he is he's like one modicum better than Jimmy like I mean he would have he would have to have a Mahomes Lamar-esque season to do that and I think even you would agree that that is unlikely this is a terrible value pick for you oh I totally disagree (laughs) who would have thought if you said Mahomes is going to win the MVP and throw for 50 touchdowns in year two you would have reacted like you guys are reacting now same thing with Lamar Jackson I I think we're all forgetting because the Chiefs got rid of 
of Alex Smith. The Ravens got rid of Joe Flacco. Like there was, there were full on commitments from their yeah, team. And the 49ers are about to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. As soon mm. as he throws, he's not going to be on the team. BLG, wasn't it a year ago that stats said that he guaranteed that Jimmy Garoppolo would not be on the Niners, that Russell Wilson would not be on the Seahawks, that Aaron Rodgers would not be on the Packers. I mean, you know. I also said the 49ers were going to make a deep playoff run. And what happened? They you did. said that would happen with Trey Lance, and that didn't. I mean, it's, you know, this was really bad stats. You guys also, are out of your mind. Does, does anybody here, like, Pete, if you close your eyes, do you know what Trey Lance's voice sounds like? Uh, Grover from uh, the Muppet Babies. Uh, BLG, do you? Can you, do you? Can you, like, can you think of, like, a sound clip or a sound bite? But I have a question for maybe Pete first and then you. Do you know Trey Lance's number? <laughs> I, I do. Uh, what's, the, well, what's the San Francisco area code? Is it... Uh... <laughs> Wait, that we're talking about here? Yeah, yeah. Cinco, he's number five. Yep. Number That's the five, thing. That's like, like he he's like a an anonymous man in the NFL. Like no, he, he's that, not. That, he's been he is. the top of the offseason. You guys are nuts. He is. Huh? He is. Okay. What's BLG is this? BLG is this fair or not? He that Trey Lance is less famous, less well known, whatever than Davis Mills to the average NFL fan. I don't know, but one last thing I want to say on this, because I don't know the answer to that question. I, I will say it's just like the, the lack of experience. Just I think it's killer stats. Like, again, we talked about it going into the draft. You know, he had like, what, so many pass attempts? And that matters. He's, and he's incredibly young. It doesn't mean he can't be good. But to be good this right away in his first full year starting, like, as an MVP, I just can't see that. Area code of, of Marshall, Minnesota's hometown, by the way, 507. So. <laughs> Ring him up. <laughs> um anyway um uh, okay so i'm up next um this round was embarrassing i'm so sad for all of us that it went jalen hurts Derek carr trey lance that's uh, so good baby uh you're right don't think thank goodness pete nobody says that that's so clever and he's got a trademark you can't say that without paying him some money way to go pete. Mike, michael kiss that was pete sweeney who said that I take it back. Um, I take it back. so anyway <laughs> um i think this is great value i it's a difficult narrative campaign always for this to happen. Oh, um, well, I like I say that like it's happened, but R- um, RJ kills the round and then selects a non-quarterback. That's all you need to know <laughs> about this round. Okay, go ahead, RJ. Dak Prescott. You talk oh. about fame. Oh, okay. You talk about notoriety. I mean, and here's the thing: like you all know, I'm down on the Cowboys, right? Like, so I'm I cannot be called a homer here. Maybe this is like hedging my bet from an emotional standpoint. But if the Cowboys do have success this season, we all agree it will be because Dak has an impressive season, right? Like with Amari Cooper gone, all the like disasters that have happened to them um, over the last few months. If Dak Prescott does it. If he leads the team, and he had a really bad second half of the season last year. Again, I've, I've said all these things. I'm very on the record about that. But he plays for the Dallas Cowboys. He is a very famous player. He he was in the mix for comeback player of the year, which rightfully went to Joe Burrow. Dak Prescott rightfully finished second place. Stats miss me with the Nick Bosa stuff. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, it, again, like I think you all have to agree. I know your feelings for me cloud your judgment, but – it is a very solid pick from a likelihood standpoint. Again, factoring in the narrative, the Cowboys, like the Cowboys of it all naturally boosts whoever we're talking about for awards tenfold. Then why haven't they won an MVP since 1993? I mean, the closest they came was in 2014 when Tony Romo arguably should have won it, but Aaron Rodgers just like they, they ran into like an amazing season from somebody else. And so like, I'm not saying he's the most likely he's the what 12th player taken here. I mean, so like, that's that's the pick at this point. I think he's maybe what are where is he at on the odds list stats? You're the one who has it in front of you. Dak Prescott right now is plus sixteen hundred. Where's that at? Like 
from a ranking standpoint? Nine, I believe. Wow. So I got great value. Thank you for approving my point stats. Well, I mean, he's going to miss Amari Cooper. Of course he is. And that, that's the that's the take, right? Like, that's the conversation. Like Pete mentioned with with Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard, I think that Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Dak Prescott, not that they're similar, but they're all in those camps, that it would be impressive if they all had successful seasons because, wow, their team traded away one of the star wide receivers, where I think every quarterback who acquired, whose team acquired a star wide receiver, has a natural, like, well, you know, so what Derek Carr did it? I mean, he wasn't doing it this way before Devontae Adams. Like, that is a hurdle that it would be seen that they overcame. Mike McCarthy has said that there'll be more designed runs this year for, for Dak. Yeah, that's right, Pete. Go that, off, that, baby. And that's nice. Uh, I would have preferred the Sean Payton Dak next year. I don't know about the McCarthy Dak, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll live with the pick. How about that? Um, okay. Anybody have anything else to say about future MVP Dak Prescott? I mean, MVP he- Prescott. The best thing I can give you is like maybe being two years removed from the injury he had makes a difference for him, especially as it relates to running, since we kind of just saw that disappear for him last year, and that was a big part of his game. So that's a point in your favor, but I, I don't feel good about this. The Cowboys' vibes are so bad that I can't possibly feel good about this. I do want to say this. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, ahead, RJ. No, you go ahead. You go. Okay, you go no, ahead. Pete. You go no, ahead. I know. I you're about to pick again, right? And and I mean, what we have in front of us is a grand opportunity to lock up the entire NFC West. So just consider Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz right here with your pick. So you mean the NFC that. East? So great job messing up your own joke. So yeah, no, whatever, whatever division I'm talking about, you you know what I'm talking. About. Um, I am going to take somebody from an East division, but it is not the NFC East. We oh, talk about okay. narrative. We talk about discussion points. I think that of all the receivers and new homes we talk about, I'm not saying Devontae Parker is going to be amazing, but I think his role is so important in New England. Mac Jones, I don't know. I think uh, stats you talked about it with Josh Allen. Mac is somebody who the media wants to succeed. Mac is somebody who they want to see like, wow, the Patriots did it again. They found the heir. They found the next guy. Bill Bell. Like they, they so badly want to lock in that story. Mac Jones is my pick. I feel great about it. You, you think it. Mac Jones has a better chance to win the MVP than Trey Lance? A hundred percent. You have an inter- <laughs> You personally have an interesting team. You have like a forty-eight-year-old. You have Russ Wilson, <laughs> who hasn't been good in two years. Dak, who seems to always Dak and Mac. How could I have and not now, done this back to back? And Dak and Mac back to back. Jones, who. In a game last year, they decided we're going to throw it less than five times because that gives us the best chance to win. Doug, what are we doing? The whole context of the day. game, and it was like three degrees outside. Like that is an important data point no. here. If I have Mac- two questions for RJ. Okay, um, I have two answers for Brandon. Number one: Who was the New York Giants head coach last year, RJ? Okay, like, look. Yeah, the answer. Jim, the, what was the answer to the question? Answer the was, question. It was Jason Garrett uh, with the shadow of Joe Judge in front okay, of him. Okay, so Joe Judge. All right, who will be calling plays for Mac Jones this year? It's unknown, technically. It's, I mean, it's, it could be a, Joe Judge. Okay, maybe it's not him. Who else would it be if it's not okay. Joe Judge? Well, let's say <laughs> it's Matt Joe Patricia? Judge. Let, Matt let's Patricia. say it's Matt Patricia or Joe Judge, and he thrives. Say Mac Jones throws for like 4,700 yards, like 35 touchdowns. Because it's them. <laughs> but but what if he does? Like, again, if we're talking about like <laughs> hurdles in front of them, that there's arguably no bigger one from a narrative standpoint. And again, I think you all agree that the national media would, would like fall over at the chance to like, you know, crown the, the next like prince of Patriots kingdom. The media would fall over to award the Patriots? What is your what are you thinking right now? Like no they wouldn't. No one wants to reward the Patriots. Look guys, I, the worst pick is still Trey Lance and the second worst pick <laughs> is still Jalen Hurts. No, I feel very not. very confident in this. Your so, argument forgive. is I didn't make the worst pick. That's what That's you think right. is going to win people over? Stats, you are um Mac Jones. You are up next. Stats. Who? 
Oh, I don't like going non-quarterback because I feel like okay, there's still a lot of quarterbacks. So I mean, it's absurd. Yeah, but there's just because there's quarterbacks left doesn't mean I'm going to pick. I'm not going to make a stupid pick like Mac Jones just because he plays quarterback. Mm. I'll go off the board. I'll go non-quarterback. I, wow. I'll what go Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. <laughs> I don't like it. Left I'm yes. so sorry. Oh my. God. Here's the thing with Derrick Henry. <sighs> He's clearly the focus of the Titans <laughs> offense. They were the number one seed last year. So people are on them. Sometimes you got to do things multiple years in a row before you get credit for it. I think that there is a narrative that we just, it's a foregone conclusion. We give the MVP to quarterbacks, no matter what, if the Titans are going to do anything this year, it's going to be on the back of Derrick Henry. AJ Brown is gone. Traylon Burks, the A.J. Brown replacement, wow. like can't even stay on the field already. The Malik Willis disrespect. Wow. Ryan Tannehill stinks and nobody likes him anyway. <laughs> Derrick Henry is my nobody first non-quarterback pick. I think he's got a better chance than like Tua. Just because there's quarterbacks left, give me the best non-quarterback from the offensive side of the ball. I hate this. That's, he's coming off an injury and he's like a billion touches. And the Titans, like you said, we're the one seed. Like where they can't go up from here, they can only go down. Really, I feel like, and that's not going to like bode well can't, for can't how take a, can't can't take a non quarterback in this exercise. I mean, the, the numbers are just too small. It's just too small. Percentage. When was the last time it happened? Do we know? Ninety three. Uh, Adrian Peterson in two thousand twelve. Yep, so. that's correct. Mm. So and clearly, uh, we've seen there's precedent for it. It can happen. It, it can happened happen. one time. A kicker won MVP once. Stats. You're going to take Justin Tucker? I mean, like. <laughs> I had a list of 20, you know, players here. I feel like as we all should have because there are 20 total picks in this draft for a big board. And neither Trey Lance nor Derek Henry were on my top 20 stats. Um, all right. Let me make my pick, my penultimate pick, if you will. Uh, since you took. No, we him, had five rounds. You had two more. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah, I said oh, penultimate. That's this, yeah. 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 Right. Way to go, Pete. Um, Matthew Sorry. Stafford. Uh, you know, he won the Super Bowl uh, last Brad year. Brad Stafford. It could be kind of a situation where he gets the respect maybe more so this year. I don't feel great about it, but I think the Super Bowl did get people feeling a little bit better about him, so maybe he can get more respect, which is kind of what I just said, but I repeated it again. Um, <laughs> I don't feel great about any of these picks at this point. Honestly, there's no picks I love on my board here, but I'll take Stafford because I'm going with the quarterbacks, and I feel good about that. I don't know. Guy dude. led the I mean, league in interceptions last year, and they already won the Super Bowl. Like, if he was ever going to win it, it was going to be this year. This was all about Matt Stafford. Yeah. He ain't winning it. This the, I, I, the I, idea I, that Matt Stafford went after Mac Jones and Derrick Henry is borderline incredible. Right. <laughs> um, I just think it's difficult to like it, it. Like, you have to do something remarkable if you're coming off winning the Super Bowl. Um, and I don't. I mean, I understand that we're late in the game. Um and um, but still not not the most strategically sound decision in my mind. But you know, hey, you know, they're they're all worse picks. Like you could have taken Trey Lance. You're carrying your team right now, PLG. I'll say that, Pete. You're up. All right, I got two picks here. First, the uh, in the fourth round, that that's my uh, penultimate BLG, and then my I will start the fifth round with the next pick. Uh, I'm going Matt Ryan here with uh, the Colts. I I think the narrative is certainly there. Former MVP, uh, sort of shown the door. Out of Atlanta with their interest in Deshaun Watson, it seemed like he had a problem with it, but it has been much more, you know, behind closed doors than say Baker Mayfield, who basically doesn't have a team at this point. I think there's something to prove. I think there's a, a good surrounding team there. I like Pittman. I like I like Taylor. 
Uh, I think that in the narrative game, if Ryan's numbers are there, once again, like this has been part of my strategy here. It's an easy pick as long as his numbers are there. So I'll go Matt Ryan with the fourth rounder. Mm. Team with the least accountability in the NFL. Interesting. Okay. And then for my final pick, I wanted to get a little spicy here. And I, I think this plays into the point of, of, of stats with the, the second year. Uh, in the NFL, I, I think not this RJ partic- who took Mac Jones, just stats, right? Okay. This particular player was looked at as potentially the Andrew Luck come out of college. Now you got the Silver Fox, Dougie wow. P, down in Jacksonville, and maybe, ma- maybe he could do what Urban Meyer couldn't. I mean, if you could put anybody with with this player, it would be better than Urban Meyer, right? And we got Dougie P, who's won a Super Bowl, for God's sakes. BLG, you know about that. I'll take Trevor Lawrence. I, I, Very good pick. I, I like, I, I'm taking a little bit of a flyer with my final pick here. I think that's a good long shot. And the last time Doug Peterson had a second-year quarterback to work with, I mean, he was on pace to win MVP before he got hurt. Who was also regarded very highly in Tatted as, as a prospect and whatnot in a smaller way than Trevor Lawrence. Stats, you're like freaking out. Like you didn't just make an argument about players winning it in their second year. And like you, you haven't also like talked about the we talked we've mentioned the word hurdle several times. Like if anyone dealt with hurdles last year, it was Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, except for the fact that who the hell is around Trevor Lawrence? Christian Kirk. Nobody billion dollar receiver. Nobody is around Trevor Lawrence. And guess who he's gonna have to play the majority of his games against? The AFC which is absolutely loaded. And by the way, who led the league in interceptions last year tied with Matt Stafford? Trevor Lawrence. We don't even know Trevor Lawrence is good yet. Forget that. All right. Sometimes you got to risk it for the Leviscuit. We know that. (laughs) I think Marvin Jones is there. Stats is offended that we would say that any quarterback drafted last year is better than Trey Lance. That's why Stats is offended. They've called James Robinson a a three-down running back, so ETN might be a receiver, too. (laughs) offense could be spicy. Low-key spicy. A little spicy. That's what you're giving me? Yeah, a little spicy. Oh, God. Yeah, get your cherry on top. Okay. So I'm not going to take the player at the top of my board. Um, I'm going to take – wait, Stats picks after me? Yeah. Okay, stats. I don't know. I've, I've been coordinated <laughs> with you, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Screw it. We're podcasting. This is for fun, anyway. Uh, I'm gonna take Justin Jefferson because I like Justin Jefferson. He's one of my guys. I know it's gonna be hard for a receiver to win it. I could see a scenario where the Vikings have a lot of success, and obviously, it won't be because of Kirk. It'll be because they have an amazing elite receiver. I think he's kind of been slept on. Like there's a lot of hype for him year one as a rookie, rightfully so. He had an even better season last year. Kind of got lost in the Vikings, you know. Uh, falling to the wayside and Zimmer getting fired and everything. But new coaching staff. Um, I love Justin Jefferson. I think he's great. Uh, I'm going to take him with my final pick. I think that's, that's a good pick. That's a better pick than Derrick Henry. Um, I think that there have only been, I want to say, 12 players ever to have 1,400 yards in back-to-back seasons, and Justin Jefferson's one of them, and he did it in his first two years in the league. And he's also only like 23. Like he's still pretty young, too. It's pretty crazy. It's like 23, 24, I believe. Okay. Good pick. Last year as a Viking, probably, before he demands a trade. He like just turned else. 23 two weeks ago. I just think it's tough in this exercise to just go non-QB. It, it, it's so unlikely. I, that's the, that's the well, only problem. I, I wish well, Stats that. is about to pick Debo Samuel. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> Stats. Uh, I will say if Cooper Cup couldn't win it last year with the, the year that he had and right. or Debo Samuel, two of the best wide receiver years we've seen, it's going to be really hard, sure. Uh, especially because if Jefferson's putting up those numbers, it also means Kirk Cousins is putting up those numbers. Not that right. he's going to win. Um, all right, I I don't want to do this. 
I really don't want to do this because I don't believe in this at all. But I'll go with Kyler Murray <laughs> from the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Former number one oh overall pick. God. Going into a year with a lot of pressure on his shoulders, obviously. What, what is with all the chuckles here? Stats, what, this your is team unbelievable. sucks, dude. What are you talking about? What is so terrible about Kyler Murray? The way he Stats, runs you have throws? hated on the Cardinals more than all of us. I mean, so it's yeah, a little we're weird. In the, we're in the final round. He plays a style that leans towards guys that win MVPs, right? Because he can do it on the ground. He can do it through the air. He's not going to have his number one target for the first six weeks of the season because Hopkins is on a PED suspension, which, by the way, guys, he's still investigating. So, you know, don't worry. He's going to get to the bottom of that case. But I don't think people like Cliff. I don't think people think that Cliff necessarily puts Kyler Murray in a position to succeed. So if the Cardinals can actually get it together for a full season, Kyler's going to be the dude that gets all the credit. Brandon, I'll let you respond to that. I had him pretty low here just as, you know, because if it, it got to that point where all these other good picks were ahead of me, I would do it just because he's a quarterback. But, I mean, I, how could you feel good about the Cardinals? And really – um, I was just thinking about this recently. Like we, we all talk about how the Cardinals collapsed at the end of seasons. So doesn't that make it more likely potentially that Cliff Kingsbury is like done or could be the first head coach done because it's not like, Hey, if it's they get off to a extension. bad start, well, I mean, yeah, but if they get off to a bad start, it's like, you're not going to just be like, Hey, we'll turn it around. Cause they never turn it around. They do the worst <laughs> football at the end of the year. I think to the extension point though, you know, not to say that RJ is correct. It seemed like in this, this back and forth between organization and quarterback, they sort of chose Cliff. I mm. actually think that they would move on from Kyler before they move on from Kingsbury. Yeah. Not to say that that's yeah. like correct right. uh, and the right move, but I just right. that's the sense I get from the, the storylines and the headlines. Yeah, That's one. Um, I really, really, really thought, because uh, this is like a flyer territory, right? Like that's why like the Trevor Lawrence pick makes sense. Uh, so there's, there's like a second year quarterback theme. And I really, I've obviously hyped up Justin Fields a lot. And I could see like if he had like, we talk about like the ability of running quarterbacks to have success and win MVPs, things like that. Um, and if he saves the Bears and like if they somehow stumbled into a division title, like those, and he plays in Chicago, visible franchise, all that hold, stuff. Hold on. The Bears are going to win a division. Did the Packers suddenly move out of the NFC no, North? No, but I mean, like, if something weird happens, like, we, <laughs> you know, we, we've seen the Bears have success. Again, like, I'm, again, we're, we're this is the 20th pick. Like, we're talking, like, massive hypotheticals at this point. Um, Why but, is everyone not chuckling at this? He's about to pick Justin Fields? Really? Did you not no, see No, I said Fields I thought play? about that. But instead, <laughs> I'm going to take the best value pick of the entire group, a different NFC North quarterback, and he was just hated on, and it is Kirk Cousins. Oh, I don't think yeah. there's a single quarterback oh, with with yeah. more around him to work with than like name name a quarterback who has a better surrounding cast. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins has Justin Jefferson, who is like an MVP caliber player. To your point, BLG. He has Adam Thielen, who's one of the best you know wide receiver twos in the NFL. He has one of the top what three running backs in the NFL in Dalvin Cook. He has a head coach now who's seemingly going to not get in the way the way that Mike Zimmer did. He like. I think the the narrative is there for Kirk Cousins again. Like no. he's, it, I think he could put up a <laughs> like a five thousand yard season. He could put up like a Matthew Stafford Lions esque season, and I, that could challenge. Matthew Stafford was in some MVP conversations back in the day. Like that could be what happens here. I think y'all are all I, hating on him. Kirk Cousins is my Andy Dalton line now. That Andy Dalton is no longer a starter. If your quarterback is is Kirk Cousins or better, you have a quarterback. If he's worse than Kirk Cousins, you don't. And uh, I just feel that Kirk Cousins has a 0% chance of winning the MVP. 
<laughs> well, um, he's going to have okay. a career year. I agree, RJ, but I don't think he's going to win the MVP. We uh, we all have our teams of five. And as mentioned, Rachel is not producing today's Monday Football Monday, but Steven Sardis. So, Steven, if you could jump in and tell us who your favorite pick was, who your least favorite pick was, and which individual team you believe is most likely going to field the MVP this season. That's a way for Steven to join favorite pick and then best okay. team. I wasn't prepared for this, so my AC is blasting, so it might be loud. We can't back. hear it at all. I was, I thought I meant okay. to say that before. Okay, so. good, 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 good. Um, yeah, I mean, stats I think has the best value top two in Josh <laughs> Allen and Lamar Jackson. As much Boom! as everybody is talking trash, I think the Lance Henry Murray is what really his happened. final three are <laughs> horrendous, though. They're 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 not great. Um, I think that. I'm going to have to go Pete here with no Arrowhead pride. Wow. Bias. Wow. Uh, Let's go. Wow. <laughs> oh, I just think Mahomes, Rogers, and I think Matt Ryan and Trevor Lawrence are, are good, like dark horse. So you also agree that Jalen Hurst pick was dumb. As long as you agree with that, I'm cool. Yeah, so, I, he's, okay. got, he's got no chance at winning MVP. Yeah, the 5,000 passing yards, 1,500 on the ground. We'll see about that. <laughs> so, Can I just – sorry, not to interrupt, just so people are clear – Monday Football Monday has Mahomes, Brady, Russ, Rogers, Hertz, Dak, Mac, Matt Ryan, Trevor Lawrence, and Kirk Cousins. And Team Oddcast has Herbert, Allen, Lamar, Burrow, Carr, Lance, Derrick Henry, Matt Stafford, Justin Jefferson, and Kyler Murray. Just so you know, loyal listener, Stats thinks you're dumb and can't remember everything that we just talked about for the last hour. Hate, hate, to keep, hate to keep harping on this point, but RJ and I have 10 bullets and you guys have eight because you just wasted two picks on guys that are no, there's no way in a non-quarterback. I also think BLG got the best value of the draft getting Safford in the fourth, I think is okay. ridiculous. But picking Justin Jefferson, while I love the player and I do like the pick, it's just like if Cooper Cup didn't win MVP last season, I don't think a wide receiver is going to win MVP. Mm. Yeah, I'm just nothing to say my about guys, my team, basically. Wow. Yeah, you had, you had a comment for everybody else, then not my team. Oh, I got a yeah. comment for everybody else. Yeah, stats. I already mentioned the last three picks uh, are, are tough. <laughs> RJ. Um, <laughs> while I don't love Wilson in the second round, I think getting Dak Prescott in the third round is a good value. Even Let's go, Stephen. All is forgiven. Back, so. Okay. How, how Brady, was Jonathan? Brady at four is good. How was Jonathan Taylor not drafted? <laughs> RJ, so correct me if I'm him. wrong here on the 4th of July, but Steven gave me the nod. So does that make me the, the double F and, and the double It is the, the only for today, Pete, the USA MF double MVP. That's uh, <laughs> okay. what you have won uh, oh, here on excellent. the 4th of excellent. July. Yeah. And Keeping Steven, that high percentage up. Steven, by proxy of liking your team the most, uh, Pete, seemingly thinks that Monday Football Monday is going to win this competition. Mm. Um, so, yeah, way to go. Congratulations been, to you know, us. I, I do have to say, this has been a fun exercise. I always appreciate you guys. Thank you again to uh, my parents and everybody for uh, the award, as usual. Mm. Um, Steven, do you have any final thoughts? Any any limericks or, or quotes or, or poems you want to read? No, I'm good. You think he's got a limerick? Just like waiting. You know, a limerick. Just, I don't know why. I, look, I don't know, Stephen, why they're doubting you. I think you can have limericks. RJ, do you know what a limerick is? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I actually look, wrote. What is I it? actually wrote a limerick when I was a kid, and, I, and it still slaps. Do you guys want to hear it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, here we go. There once was a dude named Jude. When he took a shower, he never got nude. His clothes got wet. He dried him on the jet, and that's when Jude got nude. You did have a limerick ready to go. <laughs> I <laughs> when I was a kid. Like, you're not reading that off a note. That just no. off the top that, of your head. That no. was um, 
That that was equivalent to Stats' final three picks uh, piece. Okay. Really what I have to say. All right. Well, <laughs> here on the 4th of July, I brought the fireworks. I don't know what you guys brought. I mean, you guys are working with streamers, and that's why you know I was able to take it home again. Um, this was a really fun Monday, Football Monday. Um, make sure to follow everybody on Twitter. Um, follow them in their homes. Um, if you're in Stevens, again, it's a little don't loud right now because of air condition. Um, you know, whatever. Um, Steven, the final four words belong to you. Make them great. Mahomes is winning MVP. <laughs> More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.